This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Move on now to our next conversation with the incoming CEO at the How Train and Management Agency at Sabokobe, who joins us on the line this evening to unpack uh, him taking up uh, the job at the agency and really growing uh, the How Train, right? We know these are plans uh, that are in uh, the pipeline. Sabo, good evening to you. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Good evening, Nolotandu, and thank you for having me. So, Tepo, how was the first day at work? It was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it's after 10 years of being in the agency, it was, it was uh, an interesting day to move into the new office. And let's talk about, uh, you know, those 10 years that you have spent uh, at the agency and what that has been like uh, that has also really been preparing you for this moment. So in, in the last 10 years, I think I've held various roles. Uh, when I first arrived here, I was the senior executive uh, responsible for technical services, which is actually the core of how the Houdrain runs and how we maintain our assurance over the system. Um, and then the last four years, I've been the COO of the company, uh, which literally means looking after the day-to-day operations uh, of the whole business and being responsible for implementation of strategy. And then let's talk about, uh, you know, this role as you take it on. You do take it on in a bit of a transitionary, uh, you know, period with, uh, you know, the what we're seeing with uh, Bombella Concession Company coming to an end in 2026. 20, uh, what does that mean for the How Train Sapo? So for the How Train, what it means is that we, we, we get a, a, a chance to refresh. We get a chance to actually look at how do we improve services? Um, you know, where did it go right and what could we you know what? What could we do better, and what what didn't work out, and what do we not want to repeat as or as regular as part of the process? But what it means is that on the first day, which is probably the 29th of March 2026, um, the customer should not see a difference. What they should see is that uh, the services are continuing and they are actually being run in a better manner than uh, before. And and to us, this is uh, a refresh. It's a chance for us to be able to reset the contract. It's a chance for us to be able to look at how we can do better, best practice. You know, when you're in a contract, sometimes it's very binding. And the ability to move certain things, and it, it's not very easy. But to us, we are very excited, and this allows us to be able to bring on a lot of additional stuff and, 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 and actually fix things that we didn't do well and that, you know, sometimes the contract um, stops us from dealing with them accordingly. We also know that there are plans to expand the Gauteng. Speak to us about these plans and maybe even uh, the timelines around it. So we, we, we're looking at, so there's two ex- extensions. So to us, the, an expansion is us building on the current system. An extension is us extending the system and, and adding more lines. So we are looking at bringing on phase one of the um, of the system, uh, which is what we refer to as the Soweto line, uh, which terminates at, uh, at Jabulani uh, Mall or in between Jabulani Mall and, and, and the theater itself. Um, and, and that is the phase one of the, of the program. But we've got six phases in the original program. Uh, but when we looked at it again, we actually were missing out on a lot of the parts of the housing that actually the the, the residential areas have expanded too. So and when we did uh, the original feasibility study um, five years back, 
um, it looked right, but now when we look at it now, and, and we, it, it means we have to add on more more tracks. I mean, we were looking at adding uh, another 150 kilometers of of railway line, and now it's almost close to 350 kilometers of railway line that we will add. Um, but it, it, it is intentional. So the, the the network in itself will will actually connect. Um, the special economic zones in Gauteng back to the inner urban core. What is the reasoning behind uh, connecting back to the inner urban core? In 2013, the decision was made that Gauteng will preserve a lot of its green areas. And therefore, the expansion of what they call it, of, of the province and its dwelling and, and residential area would actually uh, be done within the urban core. And we would densify the urban core. And therefore, what that means is that we actually have to make sure that uh, as we build the special economic zones, there's an, a, an efficient and rapid mode of transport that can move both labor and knowledge workers between the urban core and the outer edges where, where most of the, of the special economic zones are. And, and this is when we start talking about mobility that empowers an economy. Mm. So we're not just there, we're existing not just as a transport, we're a transport that actually uh, makes the economy of housing function properly. I'm just glad you mentioned this also, you know, uh, moving people, uh, labor, you know, uh, through into places uh, where they uh, work, uh, you know, because a big uh, criticism, I guess, of the Gauteng in the past has been that uh, it is unfairly subsidized and that it favors also the middle class. It isn't accessible to everybody. And I'm wondering what your thoughts are on this, um, you know, and even in making the train more equitable for no, 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 no. I mean, it's a, it's a valid, uh, uh, um, you know, assessment. And, and, and by its nature, uh, one of the things that, you know, going back to your first question, talking about the, uh, the 2026 move, uh, we take over as an agency the setting of fares. And we take the revenue risk, um, and, and, and the new operator will only take the risk on, on, on operating itself. And we will pay them a far, a far lower amount uh, to be able to operate the system alone. And then we will take the revenue risk. But then that allows us the flexibility to can actually make the system much more accessible. But we're not going to wait until then. So one of the things that we're bringing through uh, immediately in order to call it in this year is the senior citizens and a scholar and a, what do they call it, and a product for people uh, living with disabilities. So these are things that we believe it is correct for us to do anyway. Um, and it doesn't need to, uh, to wait two years uh, before we put them in place. Um, and, and they will come at a very highly discounted uh, rate, those products. And, 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 and for us, we're looking forward to bringing on um, more products that are beneficial. We're also looking at another product that looks at, you know, uh, people from Indian families and and and, uh, um, and on the lower side of the of the market itself. We want to remain an aspirational brand, but we want to be an accessible brand. Let's also talk about uh, you know making the Gauteng Management Agency uh, more self-sustaining. What does that look like? So making it more self-sustaining, it's it's about us making sure that the, so first and foremost the operations of the what do they call it of the Gauteng Management Agency itself. It should, the money should not come from what they call it, uh, from the fiscus, and that's the initial logic of it. And then from then onwards, then, and then what happens is that every little bit of subsidy will then get put into subsidizing the commuter. And that's where you, you, we will be able to get the ability for us to, to can discount 
uh, the fares because now we are taking most of the money that has been given to the agency to actually pay for for the management of the system for um, subsidizing people on on, on the system and, and subsidizing the commuter itself. But that is impo- it can only be done with us actually diversifying our revenue as a whole with, with us you know we've seen that we've gone into uh, the licensing business uh, which is transport related as, as a whole so the the uh, our our driver's license and testing centers um are one of the first few initiatives that we're putting on the next bit that we're adding on and we are about to launch it uh, in the coming month we're actually test uh, uh, Beta testing downstairs in our pilot site is going to be the motor vehicle registration uh, licensing. With the collapse of SAPO, or with 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 with, with, with SAPO finding itself where it is in liquidation, the South African Post Office, there is a big opportunity in the space for us to take over the motor vehicle um, registration uh, process that uh, SAPO used to do. So for us, th- these are opportunities that are there. But we are resolving. So, so one of the big problems is not just about making money. Is could you actually create a benefit for the citizens? Could you actually be, be an agency that actually benefits uh, the people of Gauteng as a whole as you make money? And, and, and that's more the concept of shared value. And it's not just about making money and making you know, the, uh, uh, the, the, the big bucks. But it's about us becoming sustainable while we benefit the people of Gauteng and we create more services for, for um, in the greater province. I must also ask you, uh, you know, what we've seen, Sapo, is a clean audits for the agency. I think consistently uh, we've never had a hiccup here. I must ask you if this is being seen as one of the most successful, uh, you know, triple P's that have come out of South Africa as a whole. Um, and also if we're seeing how else we can use this model uh, as efficiently as we have seen it at uh, the Gau Train, at the Gau Train uh, Management Agency to other parts of government where, of course, a private sector and the public sector work together for something that works, something that is efficient and something that does benefit citizens. It, it is an important part of what we have to do, and, and part of our particular our our strategy in us making sure that we become sustainable. It's us now going into advisory services, um, advising other agencies, and actually, you know, forming a, a what we call agency management as a service, mm-hmm. and that would deal a lot of revenue uh, uh, overall in us, us assisting other government entities and uh, 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 ensuring that service delivery occurs. And that in itself, it would actually be for the greater good. The, the agency did not just get clean audits. It, it has clean audits because it, it has knowledgeable people. Now, one of the things that you have to, to do is make sure that as you, you create knowledge and, and you, you hire the best in the market, how do we harvest that know-how? And then how do we reuse it in such a way that then it can then benefit the, the agency, but also benefit the greater society? So if other agencies function very well, then the greater society benefits. Well, it does sound like exciting times are ahead uh, for the agency, and we uh, look forward to keep engaging. Tepo, thank you for joining us this evening, and enjoy the new gig. I look forward to engaging with Fantastic. Oh, well, that was Tepo Kobe. He is CEO at the Gauteng Management Agency. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.